and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. All no. of a sudden turn the tables no, or no? not really. I was gotcha. pretty aloof. <laughs> right, well, I put off a don't so... come near me vibe pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and that's yeah. great timing because we're, we're actually we're, we're going live now. So thank you for joining us. This is Pathfinder Unscripted, where we have the real conversations, maybe the things that you wouldn't say on stage uh, or necessarily as a polished part of a church worship service. Like um, but we want to talk about real topics, and we want to invite you to be a part of that conversation as well. And you can comment uh, along with this or be a part of future conversations. But the topic today is this um, pursuit concept, the fact that uh, before you can have a friendship or a romantic relationship, um, you have to, someone has to pursue someone else. Someone has to make an overture, make an advance. And right. so that's, that's what we're going to talk about today and just yeah. and hear everyone's experiences or with just that. bring back arranged marriages and oh, then no one has to pursue anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm being actually okay with that. Pursuing. I don't, what? I, you are. I would arrange marriages for all of our kids. Would you, would you not? So I would, I, but I don't want it done to me though. <laughs> I would do it to them. There's the, for and sure. there's the rub. For so sure. I was watching The Bachelor last night, <laughs> which Perfect I don't normally timing. watch it. Yeah. But um, caveat, he does not normally watch it. It's his favorite show. No, it was on, and I was trying to bond with someone in my house who was watching it, and um, and I really had this brainstorm for a great new reality TV show, which is just like The Bachelor, except I get to decide who stays home or who stays and go, who goes home. Ooh. For your daughter, like no, like, just for The Bachelor. Because oh. they're idiots. Oh. People are bad at love. I love it. Which is why. Why they go on, on a TV show, show to it. try to find it. You're have just you, like, you need help. Have you seen there is a show where it's like they, the producers pick two people and then like the first time they meet is on their wedding day and. Oh, yes, my sister watched that. Or I think she does. Maybe Wait, I so they, they have to legally <laughs> get married? <laughs> they have to. The, yeah. And they yes. let the producers. Yes. yes. You don't want yes. your parents to pick. You no. want to let some Hollywood guy who's just looking and for And then they like follow pick? them around for the first yeah, time. Yeah, and that's exactly what they do. Yeah. It's it's fascinating. I love it. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I think most often it doesn't. That's fascinating. So, oh. yeah. Well, and I think that shows just how far our culture's gotten that we have to pursue people in these really extravagant, yeah. Um, yeah. almost false ways just because hmm. we don't. I don't know about that. Don't. All right. Well, what do you mean? Well, no, I mean, like, what do you mean by false way? Like, like people, they'd rather go through a production that's as inauthentic as possible, right? With with makeup and producers make, making the, the call and deciding the shots um, rather than have to pursue someone themselves in real life, hmm. the kind of more normal ways to do it. Do you think it's rather than, or do you think it's also just a fun venture on top yeah. of everything else? Like, right. I wonder what the like Motiv state of mind is, what yeah. the motivation is, if they're really like, this is, I really think right. this will be it for me. Or it's, or because I think like a lot of them, it's like, I haven't found anyone yet. This could be fun. So this could be, I mean, how good is this? could not hurt. And I, and it could be, hurt, I'll but. B-tier famous. What is B-list famous mm -hmm. after this? Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. When so my Instagram influencer uh... career will exactly. take off. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, yeah. The real goal is not actually to yeah. pursue someone there, but it's, the, it's yeah. going to set yeah. up future relationships, which comes right back around. Yeah. So, and, all right. Well, yeah, so opening question for you guys then okay. is, okay. when was the time that somebody, uh, either as a friend or romantically, pursued you and sought you out and, and what did you notice or appreciate, or maybe even not notice or appreciate, uh, or you know, not appreciate mm -hmm. about the way they did? And like, how did it make you feel to have someone reach out and try and initiate mm -hmm. a relationship with you? Hmm. If you don't talk about how I've pursued you, <laughs> then I'll be offended. <laughs> she has. Right. Yeah, it's true. I yeah. made my intentions very clear with Amy. How like, so? Close. I, well, I, I can't even put the probably the details. It was a whirlwind. No, <laughs> it was just a, it was a, it was a whirlwind romance. No, um, Mia's great at just 
initiating relationship, initiating hanging out and all that stuff. And even she said, she's like, I decided a while ago that I wanted to be friends with yes. you. That's how I, that's how I <laughs> handle so it. So I was committed. The between pursuing and stalking at that point? I mean, <laughs> it depends on how good looking you are. That's the only, Meg no. Ryan proved it. Like the only difference so if, between pursuit and, and stalking is if you're relatively good looking. Yeah, because well, there's, I, that, I there's some true. scary Netflix show called Ooh, You, you. Oh, yes. that I will not watch. I overheard part of it and I was I like, it. I was doing uh, build data entry uh-huh. and Jocelyn was listening to it like in the background and my stomach was in knots. <laughs> yeah. I had to yes. put in headphones. Yeah. I'm like, I can't <laughs> listen. That creeps yeah, me yeah, out. Yeah. But apparently he's a good looking guy. I well, but he's I a mean, star yeah. Rudd, isn't it? Oh, is no, it? no, it is not Paul Rudd. I've Paul never Rudd. seen no, that. Uh, anyway. Pen, Pen Badger. Badgley. 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 He was Don't in know. some yes. Don't know. He was in Gossip Girl, yeah. Oh. My daughters have said this. I've not watched you. Okay, so, so yeah. the thing is, Sorry. like, if Amy, so I knew Amy wanted to be my friend, too. Yeah. How? But she was more yeah, aloof because she smiled at me. Okay. <laughs> and I passed her note and I was like, do you want to be my friend, yes or no? And she said yes. I said maybe. Maybe. So she was kind of playing hard to get, just like you. Yes, just like you. I like the options you gave me. Yeah. But, like, we were hanging out a little bit, and I just, I loved, like, she was just wise, and she was funny, and it just clicked. So I just said, listen, I really want you to be my friend. And I meant it very sincerely. And if she had been, like, doing the little scoot back, you know, situation, I would have known, and I would have been okay with it. I would Did have just... that not feel intense to you? Totally. She's very intense. I know, but, <laughs> yeah. like, are you not like, whoa, I'm not ready to sign on for that. Can we, no. you know, before the proposal, can we just, like, hang out a little no. bit? No, we did well, hang out. Yeah, okay. we, we, we had hung out. We had... Yeah. We had... We had group hung. Yeah. We did. We were on a group date. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, we did, did that a few that. times. It's just like the Bachelor. Yeah, it really um, was. Yeah. But it wasn't... Yes, I also wanted to be Mia's friend. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't just <laughs> ask somebody if I had the feeling that they didn't want to be my friend, but... Yeah. Well, but I think confidence clearly has something to do with it. That, that you were confident you had something to offer her in the relationship. And yes. people, people re- they receive that, they recognize that, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and that's desirable. Yeah. I mean, I guess... But all we, the pursuit happened before the actual yes. popping the question yes, in this case, right? right? I mean, there was yeah. a lot of pursuit that happened Totally, that. totally, yeah. 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 yeah, and it is nebulous. How do you define, like, how do you... There's not, it's not like there are rules for pursuing friends. I mean, we just started talking a lot. And yes. yes. And I would make a beeline for you anytime I saw you someplace. And, I don't remember that, but I'm sure it's true. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, then, yeah. And then we just became like, caught, we codified our friendship. Well, so, so since we've picked this one to start yeah, with, yeah. how did it make you feel in the moment when she kind of made that overture? Um, good. I don't know if you noticed, but your wife's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't know I was signing up for like a, to be a party of a big love fest today. No. It's like, Aww. this is like after the rose. You, after leave. the final rose. If you leave, we'll, per- we'll pursue. We'll, we'll pursue. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, that happened in our relationship. But yeah. who else Who else is like, have you been like, I felt really pursued by this person? Um, I, I feel like there's probably been... I wouldn't say a lot over the years, but a handful of people over the years. I tend to, this pursuing is not my strength. Mm-hmm. Initiating relationship is not my strength. Mm-hmm. Not that I've never done it, uh-huh. <laughs> but it's not my strength. So a lot of times I, I probably do more like strategically place myself and then wait. <laughs> I like it. I like Which it. I think um, it's its own kind of pursuit. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. right. Because um, you're intentionally, you know what oh, you're hoping yeah. is going to happen, what you want to yeah. happen. Totally. And so you put yourself in a spot yeah. so funny. to be open to it. So I had one of my um, just great friends from college, like it's started off like that. And she was, um, 
she was, actually she was leading a Bible study in our dorm. And so originally she invited me to that. And I was like, well, yeah, maybe, we'll see. But at first it's like, oh, you just keep coming by because you want me to come to your Bible study. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. Like, she kept coming by, and she would just come by and, like, hang out in my room. And sometimes it was hilariously awkward, and sometimes it was delightfully fun. But she ended up being one of my just best friends because she was not just showing up but also paying attention Mm -hmm. and kind of pursuing and solving things that I was struggling with in my first semester of college was Mm -hmm. just rough as far as whether or not Mm -hmm. I was happy there, whether or not I wanted what the heck I was doing in life and my degree and all that stuff. And yeah, she was somebody who just kind of consistently kept showing up there. And yeah, yeah, now years later, we were both um, on each other's weddings and she came out and visited last summer with all her kids. And we had seven kids in one house with no husbands. (laughs) You were pursuing (laughs) solitude. Yes, it was, I don't know what it was, but it was Which is probably the same amount of work as having all the kids in the house and both husbands. No, you guys are nice to yourselves. Kevin's very helpful. Yeah, he is. When he's helpful, he's very helpful. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. totally. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, and I love that, that something huge and and long-lasting came out of that, that initiation from her. Right. Yeah. And it was super awkward for her in the beginning, and I don't know why it really prompted her that, that, that she wanted to pursue pursue me but she did mm-hmm. and she did it um very in a very committed non-stalkery way but yeah because yeah. it's not yeah it's not always easy yeah somebody's got to do it man yeah. well for me the one that sticks out as I was thinking about this is I had a professor in college that kind of initiated some some additional outside of class relationship with me and uh, like he had kind of he had a Bible study weekly Bible study they hosted at his home that only a few students were really invited to so it was kind of a mm-hmm. special thing. It was like oh captain my captain it's like dead poets society. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it was. yeah 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 yeah. And and which is funny because I didn't I hadn't seen that movie until a few years <laughs> later. Um, but it, it but everything that that You're movie like this is. is the script he's been reading from. <laughs> yeah. But it was exactly. Don't right. jump on a desk at some yeah. point. No no I would I would have had to jump. <laughs> oh on okay the desk that's for right him. that's right that's right. Um, that's right. But there was, but that exact dynamic was what was powerful for me was even though I was a fairly accomplished student and, and I, I I won awards and accolades but they were all impersonal it was all academic it was right. all yeah right. but this was the first or one of the first people that it felt like he actually looked at me and said there's something special about you there's something mm-hmm. worth investing in you beyond the mm-hmm. confines of the 25 kids in the class right. and and he invited me something special uh, and he became a mentor to me for the next couple of years yeah. and um, and yeah just you know the kind of I mean not not anything formal but just the occasional one-on-one chats heading over to his house once a week for the group Bible study but it was the first time I really felt like someone saw me yeah. thought that there was something worthwhile about me and it just mm-hmm. in a non-generic way and and it was just it was really yeah. a life-changing moment for me to have someone initiate a relationship like that what you're saying makes me think about how it brings up the topic for me of like of specialness and exclusivity like i've been pursued by people that i feel like they pursue everybody so then Mm -hmm. like no i i kind of want to be special like i it's great that you're universally friendly to everybody but if we're going to have something that's like a strong connection then i want to be somebody special to you i want to be I don't know, el- elite in your life in that way. And I don't mean that full of my ego. I know what that sounds like. But is, does everyone feel that way? Because, I mean, I exclusivity has always been a big deal to yeah. me in relationships. Yeah. And I have a, I had a friendship that was, I mean, it, it, college was a place where I felt pursued. There was a similar thing. There was a professor who got a group of guys together. And this group of guys pursued me for the first time that I really felt Mm-hmm. Like, and I was kind of a loner, I, you know, any Enneagram 4 energy, like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I 
didn't, I was the kid out smoking outside my dorm and just, you know, don't talk to me at this little Christian campus. And you're just like, eh, you know. <laughs> um, but these guys, like, just would not leave me alone. Like, hey, Dion, hey, Dion. And they're really cool guys. And eventually, eventually, I was like, okay. And I gave in. But one of them became a very good friend of mine. But one of the things that was actually the downfall of our later, closer friendship, just kind of bleeding into what we're talking about this weekend with intimacy, was it got to the point where I just felt like, at any given time, he could sit with someone at a at a bar, and, and it felt to me that he would be every bit as good of a friend to that person he had known for 90 minutes right. as me, who we had known for, you know, been through stuff for four or five years. Yeah. And so that exclusivity thing has always been a huge deal to me. And I'm like, is that just kind of a, is that like a, an Enneagram 4 thing, or is that just kind of a yeah. human thing? Well, I was in thinking, pursuit. In what world does that play in pursuit? Yeah, you you bring up the enneagram, and I thought it would be fun to talk about like the enneagram in pursuit because maybe that is unique to some types. But I mean, I'm a seven, and we talk about this all the time. I'm the intimate variant yeah. of the enneagram, yeah. and yeah. so I want like yeah. I want to have an intense relationship with you. I want like but not with everybody. You are not with everybody. But with a few people. But with um, you know, like how I just went like this, like not with yeah. everybody. <laughs> I love you dearly. I love you dearly. But there but are some. Right there are some yeah. people like I really want to have. Like I want to be special to them, and I they are special to me. And I think that's the exchange because I bet for you this was true that that friend was super special to you, and no one could have replaced him to you. Yeah. So for me, it's the same. Like I want to have some friends that are just once you're mine, like you're mine, and I'm yours, and yeah. that's who we are to each other. Is that a thing for you? I mean, probably not to the extreme that you both seem to be talking about it, but I do think that there's this issue where you do want to be valued uniquely. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, we were talking about that there's a family that, that we've been interacting with, and we have a hard time gauging whether we're, whether we're actually friends with them or what, because mm. they're so nice. Like, they're just the nicest people. You're just like, oh, you're just nice. Right. And right. you don't so, actually like us. Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, you just like everybody. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's not like, um, it's not necessarily like this kind of uh, exclusive or reclusive clicky kind of a thing. It's more yeah. of a, I, I do want to know that you actually like me or like us. Right. For us. And, right. and not just because you're just so nice that you like everybody. Right. Uh, and it, it makes the pursuit feel yeah. kind of blase or... Yeah. And authentic. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's making me think big thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of the things I was playing with this, you know, the last week and, and trying to think through this was, was this idea that we have something to offer to relationships and that yes. that should be a thing that yes. drives us at the early stage. I think maybe you might get into this more next week for intimacy. I think at intimacy level, it is a much more reciprocal. It's much more appropriate to ask what the other person provides. But but at that initial right. stage where you're pursuing someone, mm-hmm. I, I really did land on this idea that, that the healthiest pursuit, at least when you're just first getting to know someone, when you're first putting out those tendrils, um, is what do I have to offer mm-hmm. you? So what I was curious to ask you guys is what is it that you think you uniquely mm. have oh, to offer? Wow. What a good question. Friend, friendship, you know, prospective you know, friendships or people around you. You know it's good when it makes you a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, and yeah, how often do you get to, like, pat yourself on the back? But I, but I do want you to, like, think about that. Why, yoga. If you're going to re- reach out to a new friend, a new networking person, yeah. um, what is it that you have to offer them? Mm. Yeah, I actually, I think, and I mentioned this this morning, I, for much of my life, I, I didn't pursue 
people very much. Um, but I think when I did, it was more because I felt a need and they had something. And so it was kind of this humble, um, hey, you're, you could help me with this. You're, you're good at this. It was a mentor kind of thing. Or it was, um, um, so it was, it was more of less me offering and me pursuing someone to go, hey, would, would you be willing to help me? I see you're really good at. <coughs> um, it, and so I think that was kind of my mode for pursuit. I don't, I don't know. I think now I feel like I'm a really loyal friend and it goes to what we're going to talk about this next week, but I, I'm also an intimate subtype. And so for me, I, I go deep quick mm -hmm. and that's how I pursue people kind of in this surfacey thing. I mean, I'm, I'm immediately putting stuff out there and seeing how you respond to it. And I, I start to get vulnerable pretty quick with people that I'm curious about going deeper with. And, uh, and if, if there's kind of like a, whoa, you know, like, I'm just like, okay, we're done. You know? So for me, it's, but I think offering like a depth and a loyalty in friendship of just, Hey, I, I will be in your corner. Um, I feel like is, yeah. as I've gotten older, I feel like that's what I have to offer people beyond any, I don't know that I have think about much else. You can hang a door. And you do a really good job of it. <laughs> yeah, I can help hang a door. You, yes, Your husband you, you hung right. the door. I helped he Doug did. hang he a did. door. Yes, but yes. Was, yeah. yeah, but those are things I see yeah. in you for sure. Yeah, you're loyal. You're deep. Those are really valuable. Mia? What about you, Doug? Amy? I want to hear from you. <laughs> um, for me, I, I think one of the, you know, we keep diving into Enneagram stuff, which is not necessarily what this is about, but... Everything uh, but is about this is why, uh, Sorry, it, it guys. It is the fabric of the universe. <laughs> right, right. Um, but as a five, uh, I think one of the things that, that I've come out of is, is my growth for the last few years has been that I do acquire and accumulate knowledge. And, and to be able to leverage that on behalf of others, you know, so the fives go to mm -hmm. eight in health. Um, and so to actually bring to people, I've thought deeply about things, and, uh, and I'm willing to think deeply about your things uh, and mm. like that that's a thing I'm willing to bring to the table and um, and I really like that and that's and even like um, in my job I often get the opportunity to counsel people and I feel like what I what I bring to those kinds of um, environments is I've thought deeply about relationships and sin and grace and healing and so when people come in with their own baggage or, or dead ends and false starts, you know, I'm, I'm able to bring a lifetime of having thought deeply about those, and, and I can I can use those experiences on your behalf. And mm -hmm. so that's that's the thing I think I bring. Yeah, definitely I agree with that. All right. All right, so now you two have had had time to think about it. So now you gotta go. All right, Amy. Oh, helping me to forget. Oh, my gosh. Um. I think this makes me really uncomfortable. <laughs> um, no, I think I, um, I mean, I'm very committed. So once I say yes to something, um, it would take a whole lot for me to ever not do it. I also, um, I think really critically about things. Yes, I consider do. all the possibilities and I really do um, with, well, either withhold judgment or take back my judgment, I feel like, to open up to other possibilities. And I, I think that's something I do well and I bring it to relationships and um, and even like planning and decisions and stuff like that. Like I I am constantly taking in information to a fault, but there's, there's definitely a gift that comes with that as far as like observing what's happening around me and yeah, yeah being ready willing to offer an opinion when asked, but not giving it typically when not asked. <laughs> like Which is its own wisdom, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, those are totally true of you. I really like those things about you. I, I love it. to ask Amy for her opinion. Because I always it's, have one. And it's always really, it's always really thoughtful. <laughs> I always warn people. I'm like, don't no. ask for my opinion. I know. Because no matter what the subject, I have one. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't give it if yeah. no one yeah. asks. Yeah. Like, I'll, yeah, that, that's I'll stay quiet. But, yeah. but once yeah. you ask. Yeah. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Amy, I really like it. I think, yeah. um, okay, what do I bring to friendships? What do I bring to relationships? Um, I'm also, I'm tremendously loyal. Um... I'm not sure I buy this. That we've got a table and three of you are basically claiming Hufflepuff. Like no, 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 no. I'm not a Hufflepuff. In fact, you said I was a Slytherin, and I am <laughs> upset about it. Why would you say such a thing to me? That was uh, a horrible. That's a badge thing. of honor. I know it's it's like not in my bad. house. Like Keep it up all the kids are no. like, oh yeah, no, no, okay, but Slytherin's <laughs> weird. No, 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 no. I don't want to be a Slytherin. I mean, and I'm really curious about why you said that. We didn't talk about this when you said it, but well, no, wait, wait. So I think we should air it now. Okay, wait. I actually, I, the only thing I'm certain of is that you're not a Hufflepuff. <laughs> why? But why would you say I said I'm a Ravenclaw and you said you're a Slytherin? I don't, I don't you know. <laughs> Guys, I'm really You sorry. probably need to switch with me. <laughs> no. Switch chairs. Um, no, I would think, and I think I said this at night, but you just latched on the first idea, that, that you really I like how me. you just got to dig in at me. No! She has an evaluative judgment. Then it could be, uh, you could, I see aspects of, oh my gosh, Harry Potter, but Slytherin, um, Gryffindor, and Ravenclaw. Like, you are, you are super heady. You love to learn. You <laughs> do love to learn. True. But I don't think... That's Watch out. <laughs> she's going to be like, but I don't think and that I'm that's right. I'm saying she's cutthroat about I, certain things. I, I, it is she true. Is. I'm sitting here thinking, in order to follow this conversation, you have to be fluent in the Enneagram and, and the Harry houses Potter. of Harry Potter Absolutely. and The Bachelor. Absolutely. Well, I have to say, one of the things that bonded me to Mia, though, was that, <laughs> that she was so delightfully nerdy, and I was too, but that not, is true. Yeah. We are. We're so. pretty, we're a good match that way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so I think what I bring to the table Continuum. for friendship, I am really loyal. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I have, once I, I dropped everything and flew to Canada overnight to be with a friend who was in pain, and like, yes. I would do that again if she called me tomorrow. Like, yeah. I love showing up for friends. I'm very fun. Um, I also, like, I think I would be willing to bury a body for someone if, like, I think I bring that edge okay. to friendship. Yeah, Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of that, I guess, I guess. Yeah, but yes. I, I guess agree. I yeah. would definitely be an accomplice to a crime. Um, I would never be. <laughs> I know, I know. You're, yes, I think, actually, I think that my sixth wing comes out. Like, I'm a rule follower, won't run a red light. But I don't know. I think those are my, I'm yeah. trying to think of, like, good, because you guys said all the good ones. No, you, but no, I think I'm just, those are, I think those are. Those are great. Well, I agree. I think you bring energy to your relationships. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, but coffee can do that. Like, no. that's not a thing unique to me. That's the thing unique to caffeine. No, no you caffeine. bring energy. You bring encouragement. Like, I do like to encourage. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah so. I do. I do like to do that. Enthusiasm. So, but I think the thing that makes it, so back to the whole, like, I'm thinking about pursuit. I think sometimes when you pursue someone and, and they don't seem to take the bid, mm -hmm. that can be so hurtful because I pursue people out of what I see as my strengths. Like, mm -hmm. I want to give you these things that I have because mm -hmm. I just think you're amazing, you're so valuable, you're so interesting, you're so fun, and I want to be around you, so here are the things I'm bringing to the table. And if I feel someone back away from that, then I feel deeply spurned. Like, oh, you saw the things I was trying to give you and you don't want them, they must mm -hmm. not be good enough. Or they're so, not good enough for you. And I think in pursuit, I'm a little afraid of pushing 
or playing too hard to my strengths. I'm afraid of neediness in relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of like a dependency. So I think that's part of the reason that for me, I don't, I don't front my strengths or I don't pursue out of a sense of, oh, here's what I can give you because I'm afraid of creating a relationship where all of a sudden they become needy or dependent on my strengths mm. um, and kind of having this yeah. unimbalanced relationship. So I think wise. maybe that's just as we're talking wise. today, I think maybe that's why, and I don't know if it's, I think there's probably mm. some balance to it. I think it's probably why I've looked to pursue people more based on, hey, I think you could help me because I, yeah. well, maybe I'm the needy one, but I was going to say, <laughs> right. I, I think I think for me, I don't, I don't feel like I'm going to latch onto someone in neediness. I'm pretty mm. independent. But I think that makes me feel safer. I yeah, think when yeah. I lead with strength, I do get really, and maybe some of that's the work that I do, maybe some of it's family of origin stuff, I don't know, but I think I get a little bit afraid of, oh, I'm gonna be the strong one carrying someone along in a relationship right. again, and someone's right. gonna be needy on me, and I, ah, yeah, that that's, stresses me out. One of the reasons yes. I married Jocelyn is because she felt strong mm. in and of herself. You know, she went and did a semester abroad in Spain with a girl she barely knew and they weren't friends and she traveled, you know, throughout the country on her own, which was probably really dumb as a 18 year old girl, <laughs> you know, like she just kind of didn't, but I mean, she bold. was mm-hmm. really yeah. bold. But, and so I think there was some of that about like, oh, this is someone who is not going to depend on me being the mm-hmm. magnanim- magnanimous, yeah. is that the word? Magnanimous okay. giver or the strong person in the relationship. Right. So I think for me, the equity thing, I have to feel in pursuit that there's some mutuality yeah. uh, because I think, and maybe this is part of my self-concept, I, th- I think like, oh, I'm, I'm the strong one. I'm the giving one. I'm the equipped one. I'm the one who's going to naturally give more. So I, finding someone who has mm-hmm. something to give back to me is yeah. makes me feel safe to pursue and yeah. then putting myself in kind of a... That's so wise. Well, and it's so interesting because Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9, which was the text, uh, for, to the weak, I became like the weak, like, that he didn't front his strengths either, but there was definitely a self-worth that was still driving what he was doing. But yeah. it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It seems like what you're saying matches what he's describing, at least as far as his methods go. But I, I, so when I'm imagining this, I'm, my mind is giving me a picture of like a barter system where I'm like, I turn to Amy and I'm like, I bring you three goats. <laughs> and, and like, and you're like, you know, when we, we do an exchange, we do like a friendship exchange, <laughs> yes. which isn't really what I mean. What I mean is like, when I met Amy, I'm just going to use you, I would right. use you as an example, even if you weren't no, here. That's all right. Um, you are strong and you come across that way because you like you lead so many things, you take charge, you step in, you volunteer, you make decisions really quickly, at least for other people, not for yourself. <laughs> right, there you go. Um, <laughs> and and you just like ooze this sense of like, I'm I've got this covered. And I'm really attracted to competency. Um, and maybe to compensate for some of my own feelings of like, nah, I don't know if I can do this. So when I met you, I felt like, and it was evident, like I didn't have to go searching for it. You were cool doing your own thing. And that is the kind of person that I love. So then when I did approach you for in, in friendship, I was like, okay, I already know, like she's got her own stuff covered. So then I can lead with like, hey, strong person. I'm a strong person too. Want to see my strengths? And it was like showing Pokemon cards, you know. Which my kids have been doing. That's yeah, right. same, same, same. With your kids probably. Add Pokemon to the list. Yes. <laughs> yep. This is going to be the most well culturally literate, you know, thing for right. people to watch. Right. You have to stay up right. with us. Pop culture. Yeah. And I'm thinking of another woman in particular, um, a friend of mine here who just like, the woman is just imminently competent. She runs a business. She's mm-hmm. just like... I, 
she does more, she has like a Hermione Granger time turner. She like does more than what I think is humanly possible and she's just in a great mood and she's, she's smart. She's all these things that like I deeply admire. So I love pursuing her in friendship because I'm like, I know I'm not, you're not gonna become dependent mm. on me and I'm not gonna become dependent on you. Yeah. So yeah, I, anyway. Your thoughts just made me think. Yeah, like, like the mutuality. Yeah. So I think that's part of my thing when yes. I'm pursuing someone is there is this there is this probably calculation and yeah. of like there's gonna be mutuality here and which is really important mm -hmm. for me to feel totally like I don't I don't wanna be the I've played enough of the hero, the strong person. I'm like, nope, right. I don't wanna be in that. Yeah. I want yeah. something where there's there is gonna be give and take and right. For me, I look for things that people can add into my life, probably, and maybe mm -hmm. there's just some assumption like, oh, I'm yeah. pretty great, I'll add something to yours. Yeah, yeah. so I, I mean, I, I think I probably do that too, but at the same time, I feel like the conversation bothers me in that, like, I know there's people who don't fit that. Say right. more. Say more. I don't, don't understand. Fit the, like, fit, don't fit this idea of strength. Like they're mm. not. Right. They're not in a place of. Right. And I, I don't even think I'm in a place of it. I'm. I'm really glad. I. No, I'm not really glad that I put that off all the time. Sorry, guys. Um, but everybody deserves to be pursued. Yeah. Right. And not just by God, but by people. Right. And like so that. And to a so different I, end. Right. A different end. I guess. I'm not looking right. to be. And I think that's for me. Pursuit is so tied to. And that's why I keep end up going to next week. To intimacy. And intimacy. Yeah, absolutely right. That's you know first and foremost when I think of pursuit, I think of intimacy. Right. And that's probably absolutely. not. I'm probably not getting to a place of intimacy with those people. Yes. But I think right. you're right. There's this whole other category of pursuit. Yeah. That is, this isn't for intimacy, intimacy. intimacy's sake. Or for mutuality's sake. Yeah, yeah and, and that's what you were talking about in your sermon where you were saying, like, there's a way of pursuing that has to do with giving and there's a way of pursuing that has to do with getting. And, and I think when you were talking about the kind of pursuit yeah. that has to do with, like, mutuality. Because I do, I have relationships with people where I'm like, I am pursuing you because I see that you're in need. Or yeah. I'm pursuing you because I'm in need. Um, but those don't turn into friendships usually for me. Right. Um, which, like, maybe I should reconsider that. Maybe that's not fair. That's a really healthy, just even for me, I, I think I am so locked into my uh, intimate subtype pursuit is for the sake of ultimate intimacy with a yeah. friend. Yeah. That I think, even though I do that in life, I'm like some reason that hasn't even computed to me, like, oh yeah, that's pursuit too. Yeah. Like, well, I do and it, I think, and I, think the op I guess the opposite. I have a few probably very few friends that I would say like, yes, I feel mutually pursued. And, but most of the other ones are not that. Um, mm -hmm. Well, or maybe they are, but they're, they're still not, they're not for the purpose of, of intimacy and growing that relationship and all that. But uh, yeah, there's just, there's a lot. And not that that person is incapable of that. That's just not, that's not my person. I've, I, that's not your you person. can't get that with all right. with no. all people with no. everybody. So no. most of the relationships that I'm engaged in on a daily basis, right, um, are not that. And yet I still feel the right the call yeah. to pursue. Well, I mean, I think there's a truth that everyone deserves to be pursued by someone. Right. Like that's that's a separate truth from that you are right. necessarily called to pursue right. every every single person in your right. that yeah. you possibly could. Right. Uh, which which begs the question. One of the things I really wrestled with, and I felt like I didn't have time to get into it, and so yeah. I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. That moment where maybe you realize a relationship that you've been pursuing or that someone's been pursuing you is actually not beneficial mm -hmm. or helpful or healthy for right. one or both of you. How do you get, and I think maybe that's what we're getting at too, is if you recognize that there's a power differential, you recognize that there's something here that's not building towards a healthy relationship of, of equals and some give and take, how do you recognize that or discern that? 
maybe make a decision to, to stop. You gotta go first, because you only turned us on to this know, whole Sorry, thing. guys. I, you know, I don't, there'd be very few relationships that I would probably stop out of that. But there are ones that I would very carefully boundary out of that. And I think set expectations of like, yeah. this is never gonna be, at least in this, in this lifetime, in the next, you know, whatever years, foreseeable future, this is not gonna be, it's not gonna turn into this. Right. This is someone who, given what I have and my strengths, I can help mm -hmm. in this way. Which isn't to say they have nothing to offer, but just saying this isn't gonna, and to expect this of them and to be hurt by them over and over again, and I guess depending on your personality and your own health at the time, like sometimes you do have to say, like, I just, I just yeah. can't. Like, yeah. I can't keep that separated. But when you can, to say, like, yeah, I can, I can reach out in a really boundaried way. I can help them with this thing yeah. or this thing. I can, I can meet up for coffee once a month mm -hmm. with this person, whatever it is, without feeling like I need this in return and mm -hmm. being okay with maybe never getting that back from them either. And mm -hmm. that's, yeah. yeah, that's what it is, so... I think it's really interesting that we keep coming back to, to this connection between like a, a relationship that isn't healthy and help. Like, is mm -hmm. that is that the only time that a relationship that we wouldn't pursue a relationship is if we felt like the other person was too needy? Or do you? Am I yeah. am I crystallizing no. a thought? Yeah, no, you, you are, right? and it's yeah. one I've been thinking. Like, there's a, one relationship that I'm thinking of right now that. Is has kind of died, and it's and it's. Don't talk about our marriage like that. <laughs> and this is how you find out. Um, and but, I mean, are you here to help you? I know. It's just <laughs> real uncomfortable. And, uh, and yeah, and all of you get to weigh in. No, um, but where they've made it clear they're not interested in me, and there are there are circumstances that say that this is a relationship that kind of needs to continue, like not necessarily by my choice. Um, mm. But they've made it clear they're not interested in me as a person. They don't want my help. They, they don't think I have anything valuable to mm, contribute. Mm -hmm. And so I'm having to kind of figure out, like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, it's not a relationship I can sever, but it's one where I'm like, if you don't want anything from me. Or if you don't see anything of value. If you don't see anything of value in me. I mean, I, so I'm working really hard not to have my feelings hurt. Not yeah. to feel like, like, But what, why? Why not have your feelings hurt? Get hurt. Get hurt by that. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, I think maybe. But, but is every pursuing relationship a candidate for intimacy? And I think that's right. the, where the yeah. light bulb just went on yeah. for me. That, yeah, I think I kind of know that. And I think also the weird, for me, the weirdness of my job, where I've, I am in a helping relationship with a lot of people. Yeah. Yes. And that's kind of part of my job. And then there are some people with whom I just see like, man, they, they need they need something right now. Uh, they need some investment. They need a mentor. Right. They need a. They need a friend. This is ne we're never going to be intimates. We're never, but they just they need. Right. And I, I think that's like a natural function of my job. Yeah. But I kind of I've always I think thought of that separate from yeah. the issue of pursuing. And yeah. again, this is my intimate subtype showing yeah. Yeah. that pursuit for me. If I walk into a party, I'm just kind of like people, people, people. Who can I who can I like Who's my person? talk yes. to and just yeah. be like, oh my gosh, that you know yeah. that that was a person. So I mean, that's me. Yeah, yeah, I feel but. That too. It's so kindred I, spirits. Like, you can have, like, kindred spirits, and that's, like, what I'm after in most of my pursuit relationships or what I, what I crave the most. But then there are relationships where I need to be in pursuit of people who are hurting and lost, um, and I need the same for me. Right. But, yeah. but, yeah, the outcome of one is not the same as the other. Right. Well, and we, we need to wind down, but you just segued into what is my last question, which is, why should we be pursuing anything at all? I mean, like you're, you're an intimate mm -hmm. subtype, so are you, 
Um, all of us here, we have spouses, we have kids, we have plenty of friends, at least at some levels. What, what is even the motivation to, to seek out other relationships beyond what we already have? And just love to hear, like, maybe there there's a closing none. thought. It's, no, there's no purpose. <laughs> That's one of the options. <laughs> wow. and, the sun will burn, and the sun will burn to a slow, radiant death. And we'll be done. I mean, what drive, does anything drive you to yeah. seek out new relationships beyond what you already have? People are so interesting. And they, I don't know, make me grow and change. Yeah. And I feel like I want it. I need it as far as needing a different perspective, needing a different person, needing a different, like, someone who's lived a different experience. Because I think even sometimes with my, my most intimate friends, like, Sometimes our lives are similar. I mean, we're different personalities and all that stuff. And sometimes even just realizing, like, wait, but if I just live in this one circle, in this one bubble, yeah. I'm missing out on opportunities yeah. to see that things are different with other people and to experience God in a different way, to, I mean, there's so, yeah. with the way yeah. you interact with other people and, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I think even cultures. as you're talking, I think there is always a mutuality, even if there's a big... I'm not in this for ultimate intimacy with a friend. I'm, I'm really here to give some, you know, so I, I think I'm motivated a lot by compassion yeah. for people. Like I love a good hearted person who's trying to grow or trying to get somewhere. And I think this gets back to the strength thing that I wasn't answering well earlier. Um, I think then in those cases, I'm like, I, I just, I want to help you. I don't want to become besties, yeah. but I want to help you. Yeah. And I'm motivated by that. But there is always that mutuality. We talk about mm -hmm. that in missions here, that yeah. there's this reciprocity thing that yeah. is existing in every... Yes. You know, this is God's economy. In every, yeah. There is no purely, like... I know, give to you charitably. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it, it, yeah. So I think, I think for me, I think I'm motivated professionally and personally by... I, I'm a sucker for someone who's got a good heart and is is trying and is in a bad place. I'm just like, hey, is there something I can do to yeah. to support you um, into? Right. Yeah. Just kind and of you use the word dignity, but I feel like yeah, pursuit recognizes yeah. another person's worth and dignity, and you feel right. that even if it's not someone who's gonna great. have a huge impact on your life. When someone pursues you even for a moment, yeah, it's like oh, they see so me. affirming. They saw me. Dignity. Yeah. And so, yeah. Doing that back and yeah. forth, it's... Yeah. I don't, that's why I want to be pursued by people even if I don't want <laughs> them. You just need the dignity boost? Oh, always. <laughs> always. I will never turn down a good dignity boost. <laughs> yeah. No, well, and Amy, as you're saying yeah. that, it, it clicks for me, too, that I, I've noticed the less healthy I am, the more inward turned I am, the more clinging to resources and scarcity mindset I am, and the healthier I get, the more I actually am able to have my head up and I'm noticing the yeah. value, the interest in the world around me. And it, it's actually become kind of a marker of my health that, that I'm more driven to seek people out. And the, and the more I'm not doing well, the, the more content I am to get reclusive and, and you know just stick with who I've got yeah. and what I've got and totally right. cling to that. So. Right. Um, well, hey, thanks for just reflecting on yeah. this and engaging with some yeah. different wrinkles and avenues of it. And thank you all for joining us wherever you're from. Uh, you can chime in to this conversation as well in the comments, uh, or there's a text number in the description. You can always text and send in a question based on any of the upcoming messages, and we'd love to have you keep joining us and tuning in to Pathfinder Unscripted. So thanks for being here. Yeah.